Hi, and welcome to the Valued Living Podcast, where we'll share tips and ways to help you begin to discover life value to create the life you want and deserve. I'm your host, Ava Blaylark, author of the book, Valued, Things I Wish My Mom Would Have Told Me. I'm a school social worker, therapist, author, and speaker. You can find out more at www.avalblaylark.com. On today's episode, we tackle the value of self-esteem. Do you like who you are? Through personal storytelling and transparency, Kiana and I share our experience and guidance to explore self-esteem. Singer, songwriter, business owner, and author Kiana shares her personal story and advice for you to begin and understand the value of self-esteem. Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Valued Living Podcast. Today on Valued Living, we're talking about the value of esteem as in self-esteem. Do you like who you are? Today with us, we have Miss Kiana O'Quinn, and she is author of the new children's book, I Love Me From My Head to My Feet. Welcome, Kiana. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I think I said hello prematurely, but you said hello back, so I don't feel so bad. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So tell us a little bit more about you, what you do, and your book. So my name is Kiana, as you mentioned, and I am a multi-hyphenate. I actually own and run uh, three different businesses. Um, I, am, <laughs> <laughs> I am um, a singer-songwriter. And I own a music company called Honey and Vinyl, and we create custom music experiences for brands and live events, private events. Mm -hmm. And I am, as you said, a children's book author. Yay! Yay! (laughs) All the things, yes. All the things, which is so, so dope. Tell us more about um, I Love Me From My Head To My Feet. Oh, wow. So I Love Me is um, for early readers, I would say infant to about three, four years old. Um, It's mostly sight words, but each page reads as a positive affirmation for um, physical features. The main character is a little girl named Janaya, and Mm -hmm. she is a little black girl with dark skin and kinky hair, and she's tall. Um, And uh, she has a a gap-tooth smile, and she has vitiligo um, on her forehead into her hair. And so she is not what society would consider to be a traditional beauty, Um, according to like Western beauty standards, but she is in fact a beautiful little girl and she Mm -hmm. knows it and she's proud of it. Yes. So I, of course, bought the book. Um, For those of you out there who don't know that, Kiana is my college roommate. So we go way back Um, and I bought the book to support. I don't actually have any daughters, but I did give it to my goddaughter. Um, Yeah, we read it together. (laughs) Um, and, and she, and she loved it. Like she's an early reader. She is, I think she's five. So I would say like, even up to five years old, like she's still an early reader. 
Um, and just now she's in kindergarten, so they just now learning sight words too. Oh, perfect. <laughs> okay. So I, th- I thought it was perfect for her, but that is the reason why I asked you to come today and share with us about the value of self-esteem. And mm. it's just so like interesting. Um, like you're talking about the little girl in the book and, you know, she has like a, the funky name, right? It's not like your typical mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, you have all these affirmations about physical features. Um, and so in my book, I share, you know, one of the first, I mean, probably like the first or second chapter, I share about growing up, you know, being a young girl and just feeling just really awkward mm. in my in my own skin, like, and mm-hmm. mostly physically, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I was tall and skinny, um, like, taller than all of my friends, mm-hmm. um, and, and like I said, and skinny, which wasn't necessarily the thing to be when I was growing mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. Um, and, like, all of my family would call me names, like, Big Bird and Tree Trunk, mm-hmm. and, and they didn't do it maliciously. Uh-huh, it was like uh-huh. it was out of love, but it just reminded me that I was tall and skinny and awkward. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I had a gap to smile, just like Janaya uh-huh, in the book. Uh-huh, uh, you uh-huh. remember? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And I had glasses that were super duper thick, um, just because I didn't get glasses till high school, so I think my eyesight was just really bad. Uh-huh. Um, and so I just was really, really insecure, and I don't remember people around me necessarily telling me that I was pretty either Uh uh you you know like Uh one thing I knew you know I talk about is that I I I knew I was smart Uh you know like that that was you know like that was kind of my thing like people would say like you're you're the smart one and so I just kind of like clung to that like all right well I'm gonna just do you know I'll do good in school but and that's cool But when you're, when you are growing up and you don't feel just like pretty Uh or like, you know, like I didn't like to smile, like I would always like cover my mouth. Um, And I, but I like to smile, Uh but I didn't didn't want people to see the gap, Uh Um, which is a family trademark. My dad has it. My sister has it. My brother has it, but they don't seem as insecure about it as I did. Uh (laughs) Um, Uh In fact, I'm the only one who got braces. (laughs) <laughs> ah, they also so they still gap. have their gap okay they do they do and so you know I it but for me I just when I feel like mine was the biggest though so I will say that <laughs> um theirs is not was is, was theirs is not as pronounced as mine was um but I just uh yeah just even thinking about it now I'm just like oh my gosh I was I can't hear aw- that. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. I, like I wanted to be shorter and you uh-huh. know have a little bit more weight and you know get braces and just the power of affirmation is so important because even though I felt like that, I can remember a time in like fifth or sixth grade where there was like this random teacher. She was a preschool teacher, so she wasn't my teacher. And I remember her saying something like, you got such a beautiful smile. Oh, and so that just like, gave me chills. You know, and so to remember that, you know, I'm yes. way older than, you know, this happened when I was like yes. 10 or 11. But I remember that because it meant so much to me because yes. I I did not like my smile. So for her to say that, like, I was just like, mm, uh-huh. like, thank you. So just the power of affirmation is so important. And like through your book, you know, you know, if people are reading it to the little ones, they're able to hear it. If they're reading it to themselves, they're able to hear those things. But tell me kind of your story, um, why you wrote I Love Me From My Head to My Feet. What does self-esteem mean to you? 
Well, self-esteem. Um, what's interesting is that I think it's it's challenging to define. I think it's something, it's more of a feeling. It's more of how you carry yourself. It's how you mm-hmm. see yourself. And yeah. if, <clears throat> excuse me, um, it's funny. I, I, my story is very similar to yours. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of details mm-hmm. may be different. Um, I didn't have a gap to smile, but I have a very gummy smile, you know, Mm. and my gums are brown, you know, as as a kid, Mm -hmm. I went to an all white school. And so, you know, I would all the time compare my physical features to their features. And so it was very evident that their gums are pink, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So um, I've always been the tallest person. In fact, when we met, I was like, oh, another tall girl, but even she's yeah. shorter than me. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I was like, oh, she's so tall, but yeah, you're taller than me though. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it's, um, our stories are very similar and the, I'll say this as an adult, um, I work in the events industry. And it's made up of mostly women. And the particular sector of the industry that I work in is mostly white. So it's mm-hmm. it's interesting because it feels like I'm right back where I started. You know, um, I went to an all white school and now I work in an industry that's probably like 95 percent white. My clients and, and other vendors, you know, event planners that I work with, florists, um, caterers, mostly white. And um, living in New York, there are a ton of events for specifically for event professionals. And you go and you're, you know, I'm surrounded by people who don't look like me, who Mm -hmm. don't necessarily have the same interests as me and feeling not included. Very much how I felt as a kid. You know, I stick out like a sore thumb. And so some of those same insecurities started to resurface things that I had really interfaced with, you know, since I was like 13. Um, And and even in college, you know, I felt some of those things, but I think I was more focused on uh, getting out of college and Mm -hmm. and um, passing, graduating uh, than I was you know, my physical appearance that, that kind of like took a back seat for four Mm -hmm. years, but as an adult, um, it resurfaced. And so I, um, I wrote the book as a way to kind of heal, to be honest with you. And it's funny that the book is about self-esteem because I was afraid to write the book. Um, Mm. in fact, part of the reason that it's a children's book and that it's for early readers is because, um, one of, uh, there's an author that I look up to, uh, I admire, I don't look up to her. I admire Joyce Carol mm-hmm. Oates and she did mm-hmm. a masterclass and the commercial kept coming on, um, YouTube. I would watch YouTube videos and the, the masterclass commercial would come on and she would say, you know, for authors, they would play a clip of her saying for authors who are afraid to write, you just need to write the simplest thing. Go ahead and write the simplest version of what it is you want to say so that you can mm-hmm. overcome the fear. And mm-hmm. that kept playing in my head over and over again. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write the simplest version of the message that I want to send to the world and mm-hmm. see what happens. And that was the beginning of the book. Mm-hmm. And um, I finished it and it was I, I just finishing it helped to contribute to me feeling better about myself um, and then being able to to design the character with the illustrator and put a face and a name to, mm-hmm. you know, what I wanted to feel and what I wanted other 
um, girls, black girls, people to feel um, was was probably one of the greatest joys of my life. So, um, yeah, the book now is my baby. And anytime, you know, people share photos or message me with pictures or or texts about how much their little one loves the book, it, it makes my day 100 percent. I bet. Tell me exactly, and you might have kind of touched on it a little bit, but what was the message that you wanted to get out to others and to yourself? I wanted the love to come from within first. I, mm-hmm. I too, did not have anyone saying to me as a kid that I was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my siblings made fun of me, but that's what your siblings do, you know? Right. They call me every Black thing in the book. Um <laughs> <laughs> and then the kids at school called me every tall, lanky, you know, thing that you could imagine. Yeah. And um, even though that stuff happens when we're kids, I th- if you don't have any messaging to counter that, it, yeah. it can take a toll over time. And the idea that, um, you know, I'm a, it's like. Uh, I guess you could say minor. It was my concentration in, in college. Mm-hmm. And I read somewhere that we believe the words we say to ourselves more than we believe anything else. Wow. And so just as much as it was important to me to have other people, you know, um, affirm me and tell me that I was beautiful. I wish it was something that my parents knew to say to me. Yeah. I came to the the notion that it was more important for me to say it to me than yeah. anybody else because if mm-hmm. I believed it and I carried it it couldn't be something that somebody could give to me and take it away right so uh that's what I wanted to accomplish um within myself and in writing the book uh to give to other people the idea that you can plant this seed in yourself and allow it to grow and cultivate it and water it and 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 nurture it so that it's something no one can take away from you you're walking around with that inherent value um, mm-hmm. And it's yours. Yeah. Yeah. And that piece that you just spoke about is so important that it comes from within. If you mm-hmm. if you're telling yourself, you know, like if I had been telling myself, like, oh, you got such a nice smile. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. but we it's so weird that we don't we don't know to do that. And like you said, like our parents don't know to do that or they didn't. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't mm-hmm. really know to do that. They didn't either, know, you know, so you're you're looking for it like outside of yourself Mm -hmm. you know so if somebody else says it then then it must be true Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. but if nobody's saying it then it must not be true exactly and that's that's, it right there and then that's the hard part but like you said if you're saying it to yourself then nobody can give it or take it away from you that's right you know so definitely that that self that self-affirming right Mm -hmm. because I'm I'm thinking about it and like looking back like thinking about how I like to smile right um and it's the same smile (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know like it's not a besides like obviously braces close the gap but it's the same very wide (laughs) I show all my gums you know beautiful smile I'm excited or happy Mm -hmm, for the most mm -hmm. part it's it's the same smile um and if I had known you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you you just you just don't know and that's kind of the purpose of this uh-huh. is to to let people know that it really does come it really does come from within uh-huh. and, it, and it, that it starts with you and if I could just add mm-hmm. it, it was important to me for the book like even though 
the gift that Joyce Carol Oates gave to me was to start small, start simple. Um, passing that gift on to little people mm-hmm. um, is is really, really important to me because if that's a seed that can be planted at birth, if that's a seed that can be planted yeah. in a little person at age three, mm-hmm. then imagine, you know, how comfortable they'll be taking up space and being themselves and being confident in every room they walk into, you know, for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. And then the idea that parents or godmoms or aunties or grandparents are reading the books to them as well. They don't, they may realize, but they're also rehearsing that same message as Mm -hmm. they, as they read the words out loud. You know, I didn't put Janiyah loves her hair. Janiyah loves, no, I love my hair. Mm-hmm. I love my skin. That was really important to me. Yeah. Yeah. And people don't realize like the brain is such a funny thing is that it takes that message. in. that's when you said like, you know, it coming from within and you kind of telling yourself it, it makes sense to me um, uh-huh. because the brain like takes that messaging and it kind of starts to do something with it. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes even if you don't feel it, if you are affirming yourself, like the brain just kind of starts to work with that. Like, oh, okay, maybe. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. If pl- I always tell myself, um, because science says that plants respond to us talking to them. Mm-hmm. They did a, an experiment where um, they put two plants side by side. They got the same exact amount of sunlight, the same exact amount of water. Um, but one plant was told, I love you every day. Mm-hmm. And the other plant, I believe, was told, um, you're ugly or I hate you. And mm-hmm. the plant that was told I love you grew far more than the plant that was spoken to in a derogatory way. And I think they even had, remind me, Ava, is this the control group where it doesn't, you don't say anything to it whatsoever? Yep, is that the control okay? group? Is, yep, right. <laughs> and still, the, the one that was told um, that it was loved grew so much more. Um, uh, so much more bountifully. And so being able to say that to ourselves and seeing ourselves as something that's grown, we are a living thing, just like a plant is a living thing. Um, of course, it's going to contribute to to our overall view of ourselves. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I read up on this on that study as well. And I'm just like, that's crazy because you're talking mm-hmm. about like a, a plant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's a living it's a living being. Essentially. That's right. And so That's right. How much more would that work for like an actual human? That's <laughs> right. Being? Uh-huh. Um, that's, that's amazing. How, how do you feel like you might see, um, or even you can speak personally to it, the lack of self-esteem, like how, how did that manifest for you or how might that manifest for even young people? Oh, this is a moment of transparency for me. Yeah. <laughs> Only for you, Ava. Okay. <laughs> Um, you know, I remember even just a few years ago coming home from some of those, um, events that I spoke about and crying, um, because I didn't feel seen and I didn't feel, um, acknowledged. I didn't feel beautiful. I didn't feel worthy to be there. And it didn't matter how much I dressed up, you know, these are like galas. So I was Mm -hmm. wearing gowns and hiring a makeup artist to, you know, quote unquote, beat my face. And my Mm -hmm. hair was, you know, dyed, lied and laid to the side. Uh um, 
And it didn't matter because I didn't feel seen and heard. But I mm-hmm. think that that was because I was putting my, I, I, I wanted to be validated by someone on the outside and it needed to come from within. And um, that was, I mean, that was definitely um, a reflection of me not being where I wanted to be, you know, with myself and, and, and in my journey of, of self-esteem. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's probably the most recent example, um, that I can offer up. Wow. Yeah. And that the same thing, like somebody, you know, you're not alone in that sense. Like there's a lot of people who are feeling that same way, like not feeling seen and, you know, just not feeling good again. Cause if you're, you're looking for it from the outside and you're not getting it, or you're feeling like you're sticking out, like it just, mm-hmm. you know, and for me, it, it was kind of the same thing. Like I am like a withdrawer naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So like, I'll just kind of like go into myself <laughs> mm-hmm. and, you know, and I'll have all these like weird, weird thoughts. Uh, um, and so something for me like that I've worked on and it, it goes along with this affirmation is really, really, really watching my thoughts. It's mm. so easy for me uh, and for a lot of people. I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't even say I'm unique in this sense, but to think just like weird, like weird thoughts come up, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, like, ah, like, oh, you could have did this better or mm, like, you really think you should be doing that? Or, mm. you know, like, why, why, why they ask me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and so like those thoughts will come up or like you know or just Mm -hmm. even physical insecurities or whatever and so I really along with that affirmation along that same vein it's like I have to watch my thoughts and I have to like check those thoughts immediately is what I try to do and like yeah girl goodbye like you got this this and that (laughs) I love like you're you're good like you got this like you cute today girl like you know. That might have to be my next children's book, Girl Bye. And it's, you know, <laughs> yes. a girl speaking to all the negative thoughts mm-hmm. that come up. You, ha- like, you have to, like, you have to shut them down or they'll like run away. Like, and That's just, right. you know, and just get really carried away. So, you know, I love that though. Um, so self-esteem right now. Mm-hmm. So you've had these recent experiences. You've written this children's book. Um, is this something that you feel like you've mastered or is it something you're still working on I am a work in progress Mm -hmm. I think for as long as I am breathing God is still working on me and um there's always room for growth I think it's funny I was saying that to somebody this morning I'm one of those people where there I always leave room Mm -hmm. um I think as soon as you think you have something mastered life We'll start lifing yeah. and let you know, girl, uh-uh, you, you, you not there yet. Right. Um, so no, it's not something that I've mastered, but I will say that honestly, writing the book has been so, uh, it's been such a healing experience for me in that there are days when I look in the mirror and you know, like you in, in the past thoughts may have come up like, oh my God, I look like. Mm-hmm. hot garbage today <laughs> yeah. or dang you know why won't this this scar on my skin go away and now today as soon as I hear the thought I literally begin to say the words that I um 
wrote for my book. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday, I went in the bathroom and I wasn't feeling um, bad or anything, but I happened to just look at myself and it was a, a deep look. And I started saying, you know what? I love my skin. I love my hair. Mm-hmm. I love my size. And you be surprised how um, quick a turnaround yeah. you'll you'll just begin to feel lighter. You'll begin to feel um um, I guess lighter is the best word. I, yeah. Because when you have low self-esteem, and I don't even love that word to be honest with you, but when yeah. you're unable to be, um, I guess okay with you yeah. fully, like your whole self, mm-hmm. when you're not okay with it, that feels really heavy. Yeah. And I don't like feeling heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time that I affirm myself, I can walk a little bit lighter. So I I try to I try to um, offer that to myself as a gift daily now. Yeah, Um, because I've been, you know, carrying extra weight for far too long. Like like Erica Badu says, pack light. Yes. Don't be a bag lady. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It really does. You no good. Yeah. What? And you've already been dropping a lot of knowledge. But (laughs) but what piece of advice would you give to your younger self? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, what piece of advice would I give to Kiana, young Kiana? Mm-hmm. Um, shine. Yes, I would say shine. I think that's something that I was afraid of as a as a kid. You know, being taller than everyone else. And when I I'm six feet tall, and I feel like I've been six feet tall since I was like thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I stand out. There is no way that any amount of bad posture mm-hmm. um, or shrinking away can hide me. Yeah. There's, I cannot be hidden. Yeah. Um, and so I think that knowing that I am this way, even though I don't know the purpose, yeah. just walking in it and embracing it um, to the point where I'm okay with uh illuminating yeah. and 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 just radiating light um because you're gonna see me anyway you might as well see a big bright shining light I know that's right I <laughs> <laughs> you know like you know like you said it's like even now like I'm tall but I'll like I'll throw on a heel and be even taller that's now. right like you know that's well, right I might, as well, I might as well go gone for it go all the way <laughs> you really can't do anything else and to be honest with you some stuff is just not as cute with a flat. Right. Unfortunately. <laughs> Some stuff is just way cuter with a heel. But then, you know what? You can wear stuff with a pair of sneakers. I am a sneaker girl to the day I die. Yeah. So you make it work however you feel comfortable. But not wearing heels simply because you're tall and you're afraid of how somebody else is going to feel about mm-hmm. you being tall. Yeah. Or you're afraid that you are going to feel too different because you're tall, I don't subscribe to that anymore yeah. at all. Yeah. And that goes for anything, whether it's, you know, tall, you short, you that's too right, skinny, too big, too mm-hmm. not smart enough, not this enough. Like, you know, you just gotta, you know, kind of like you were saying, you gotta affirm yourself, you gotta strike down kind of those negative thoughts and you gotta replace them. You mm-hmm. know, and you you have to speak, speak life. <laughs> 
That's 100% true. And even as our bodies change, because as you get older, your bodies change. Mm -hmm. We're in a pandemic right now, and some people are not as mobile as they once were. And so some people may have put on a few pounds. Some people may have lost some pounds. You know, some people um, may have chopped off their hair. You just never know. But affirming whatever it is you are in the present moment Mm -hmm. and, and accepting that is so important. Yeah. And like you said, this is a process. Like, we ain't arrived yet. <laughs> um, nope. But I'm cool with where I am, too. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just take a moment to affirm you. I don't, if you guys follow uh, Miss Kiana O'Quinn, and she'll tell us where we can find her. And when you find her and you see her, she's beautiful. Um, absolutely gorgeous so are you thanks thank you mom we call each other mom Um, (laughs) tell us tell us um tell us where we can find you where we can buy the book I know there's not even that many copies left so if y'all trying to get it y'all better hurry up Um, yes yes we are running low on inventory um so you can purchase the book at honeychildbooks.com and you can follow the Honey Child Books IG at honeychild dash. Oh, I'm sorry. Honey Child Books. Uh, wait a minute. It's <laughs> honeychild.books. Okay. Got it. And then you can follow my um, music accounts uh, at I am Kiana. That's I am K-E-A-N-N-A. And then my music company at Honey and Vinyl. Honey, A-N-D-V-I-N-Y-L. Yes. Yeah. Look at all that stuff she got going on. <laughs> be, y'all be encouraged. Like <laughs> It's so much to get into, especially now. Yeah. Yeah. And look at you. You are proof positive. I mean, you wearing a lot of hats too now. I'm I'm trying, man. <laughs> are you excited for the book to come out? I'm super duper excited. I'm super excited. It it's gonna be out soon, like in the next month or so. So um Do you have an official launch date? I don't, but okay. it is definitely gonna be in October, at the end of October. Um okay. we, we're literally just putting like the finishing touches on things. Um and I'm gonna start pre-selling like in the next couple of weeks um so I'm super nervous but super excited to share my story you should just be excited nervous is the same thing as excited so just say excited I'm just excited I'm excited I'm excited to share share my story (laughs) um and we we both we shared a little bit here today with you guys and I hope um that someone was helped I want to thank you so much Kiana for joining us and for being transparent and for sharing your story It's my pleasure. Anytime. All right. Thank you guys for listening to Valued Living. Thanks for listening to the Valued Living podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening from. If you like the show and want to learn more, please check out www.avalblaylark.com. Don't forget to share Tell a friend and join us next time.